Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Attraction HQ podcast, where we look at love, sex, dating, relationships, how you can have more of them, how they can be better quality, how you can feel inspired and become a better person within yourself by ignoring conventional dating advice, taking outside strategies and perspectives, and striving to become the most real, authentic, honest, and sexiest version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to another Attraction HQ podcast. My name is Hayley Quinn, and I'm here to take, I don't know, a an axe or something to all of our currently held views around dating sex love and relationships in the name of actually really helping you guys to get to a space where you're going to do some stuff and make some changes in your life which will actually get you to where you want with dating sex and relationships because if you feel that this this area of your life at the moment is like pushing a boulder up a hill and no matter how many youtube videos you watch and tricks you learn that still women are reacting to you and responding to you in the same way or that you're just not in the right headspace yet um, we're here today to talk to you about the big levers that can actually affect change in your life. Um, and for kind of for the first time, I think on this podcast, we don't have a set plan today because I've been joined um, by, I'm going to call you the artist formerly known as Johnny Berber. Yes. <laughs> and Johnny and I go back way many years um, through doing a YouTube video together. Um, a little interview since then Johnny has become really well known for helping loads of guys on YouTube and in his coaching to overcome their social anxieties and get great at approaching women um, along the way also Johnny and I've had a few overlaps knowing the same kinds of people and really what we both experienced this year was uh, or last year I should say was that thing when you didn't realise that you were faking it and instead you were putting across a false personality and identity completely by accident and then you had to go through some dramatic life changing events that changed your DNA um, the best analogy I heard about this was it's like sometimes you know change needs to come or that there's an error in your ways or something's happening but it's really really easy in fact super easy to ignore those signals the first rumbles of it and then you ignore it ignore it put it off put it off put it off and then suddenly a storm comes into your life and you can't bloody ignore the fact that you're on the wrong path anymore and you have to suddenly deal with it and it's epic so you said that johnny berber well yeah i think uh, there's been i think johnny berber's dead Right, I was going to say, I was like, should I say that? Was that too, too dramatic? I think dead, dead in the sense of that archetype that people know me by, that's, that's gone. So I think now I am my true, true authentic self, where before it was part authentic self, part putting on an act. Right. Because I was very insecure about abuse that I'd underwent from my father when I was younger, and I wasn't aware of it until years later. 
not to show off after shagging a lot of women and I thought I was good I thought I was confident I was very insecure and I want the guys to know that yeah I'm really insecure as well I'd like to add that I was just thinking I literally thought this morning wow I'm really neurotic and really anxious and really insecure as a person so one of the first principles of kind of why we wanted to we're going to actually listen to a bit of Johnny's story today. Uh, and one of the reasons we decided to do this is you might look at like guys on YouTube or me on YouTube or girls or whatever. And you might think these guys have got it sorted. They're, they're complete rock stars. They yeah. just do what they want. They're so confident. And that actually might make you feel a bit inadequate or not good or like you're not learning it right. So we're here to deconstruct all of that hold our hands up and go, actually, we're all human beings. You know, we all suffer. We all yeah. go through stuff. We all have pain in our past that we have to deal with um, and that there's no artifice here. So what, can I ask, what brought about this big change? <clears throat> yeah, to be honest, for many years, um, I was too ashamed to talk about it. I was hiding it. And even I protected myself from looking at it. And I mm-hmm. never realized that the way my dad treated me was really affecting my relationships. Mm-hmm. I was unkind to women. I was mm-hmm. very domineering. I was overly sensitive. I was not. I was nice sometimes, but I once no, I wasn't very nice. I was quite unkind to women, and it started through my relationships. So I was a great teacher when I was teaching. I was a saint. I was lovely. I was congruent, but in my own personal life, I was really struggling. Right. And, uh, um, I, didn't, I didn't want to tell anyone about it. What did you mean by being unkind? <clears throat> um, just what taking kind of this um, alpha maleism to the extreme and right. being too domineering and just forgetting about people's emotions and, mm-hmm. um, just just I just became too arrogant I think you know yeah because of insecurity and I thought I was doing the right thing I believe this is what women want and to some extent some women do but I realized in the long run women don't actually want that and I lost no. every woman I was with most women didn't want to stay with me for a long time or I ruined the relationship before they could do it to me I was cheating all the time on women yeah self-sabotage yeah, as yeah, well and, and I think I was frightened falling in love uh, right afraid, it's frightening uh, intimacy afraid of being abandoned Right. Which I would never have admitted before and I never would right. have believed. Okay. I was so confident I'd get women anytime I want. And, you know, and I, was being, I was being myself. I wasn't using tricks or pickup lines. Mm. But within being myself, I, I, was, I was hiding. I was hiding. I think what's really interesting... I want the guys to know I was suffering, you know? Yeah. And I think that the thing is, is uh, they say that fear of... It's a conscious fear of intimacy. So that could be like cheating, being a bit distant, withdrawing breaking the relationship up, creating volatility, conscious fear of intimacy, unconscious fear of abandonment. So it's like, actually, you're doing all that stuff to keep people away because you don't want people to leave and you don't want people to hurt you. So it's this massive... Protection, isn't it? It is. It's self-defense. the abundance is a false abundance. Right. true abundance is not being afraid to fall in love. Right. But when you've got loads of choice and you say, I've got 10 women, I can meet this one, you're avoiding connection. And you're spreading your risk because actually putting all your eggs in one basket, oh, suddenly you're emotionally vulnerable. You can't handle it. Yes. Yeah, I'm a massive believer in that. I am interested in this conversation as well because on the other half of the coin, a lot of the time guys will be, uh, they say, consciously afraid of intimacy, unconsciously fearing abandonment, whilst actually the women that they tend to pair up with have the reverse problem, and this has been me. So it's like consciously afraid of being abandoned. Mm-hmm. So that means we'll put up with lots of bullshit in the relationship. We'll try and save and rescue the I other person. About on the woman's side. Yeah, woman's side. Oh, okay. We'll try and be really overly understanding and help the guy out and go back to him and let your self esteem fall this to is pieces. The one I attract. <laughs> right, there's, hey, you're the man I attract. We should be worried. Maybe there'll be an epic romance here, guys. <laughs> this is the woman I always attract. It's right, pattern. and this is me. This is me because these two halves fit together, and then that woman. Yeah goes in there but that's her and her get this that's her conscious fear is abandonment and her unconscious fear 
is intimacy. So in fact, she can't handle proper intimacy either. Right. So she shacks up with someone like you who can handle it. <laughs> and then you this become... Madness, yeah. yeah, but it becomes... You get in these toxic... As I, I'm a complete veteran of this, this is like my life. Toxic relationships where these two parts are just reenacted, reenacted, and you're reenacting something from yes. a long time in the past, you know, mm-hmm. a scarily long time ago. And so an important part of people's journey is to go oh shit, that's me, except, you know, some self-awareness, some acceptance. And then you know what? You have to do the hard and brutal work of going back and dealing with your shit and actually finally facing it. Yes. You know, because I ran very successfully away from myself for decades. You've done it for a long time as well. Yeah, years, decades. It was all going back to stuff in my past, like early past, childhood, trauma, a lot and of it comes from the relationship with the family, doesn't it? Yeah, completely. So I got a lot of love from my mum, but my dad was very hard on me. You know, he was very aggressive, and he was mixed with his emotions. So I think it affected my psychology mm-hmm. within trust and intimacy. So being okay, I'll be all right. You know, personality disorder for a few weeks or months, I'm great, and then I'm I'm freaking out. You know, so yeah. And I think a really helpful exercise I once did around this is uh, my psychotherapist asked me to write down all the qualities that my mum had and that my dad had mm-hmm. and their behaviours. And then you start to match these up with the people that you're attracting and how you're behaving. And you start to start see... seeing the patterns. Right. Exactly. And the thing is, when you, when you start seeing the patterns, it's not that you solve the equation. It's just like you start to get the first tools of self-awareness mm-hmm. and you're no longer getting sucked into the same cycles where yes. ultimately you're just re-traumatizing yourself and causing more pain and more suffering by how you're going about your mm. life i think there's so much um bliss and the honesty once you admit this mm-hmm. is difficult and that's when the healing starts coming and i think i don't regret what happened to me i'm, I'm not sure how you feel but i'm glad i went through this because oh, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't you know i wouldn't go back to being a virgin and being shy but i'm glad i went through it because it was a very humbling experience so i've kind of gone in a big yes. circle learned this learned the principles so got some of the good stuff from it but most of it was i had to get rid of it and that was getting rid of most of my personality. Yeah, and I think you know what? Restructuring and rebuilding. I feel like I'm born again. Right. Um, my mum phoned me up the day. She said, I'm worried you're born again Christian. I said, no, I just feel good. She said, your eyes will change. You're different. I said, I'm being myself. You know, right. Before I was hiding. Yeah, and I, for, me, for me, it was, I was really incapable of being vulnerable. So I would never mm. ask for help, never admit if I was suffering. It was a lot of fun. And you know what? If I was feeling pain... My go-to default yeah. was to run out and do something to distract myself from myself. So I did it, you know, the girl version of it, yes. which is, you know, if I was single, I'd be going on loads of dates, yeah. enjoying the attention, the validation, or kind of almost engineering dramatic re- relationship scenarios, mm-hmm. you know, because the drama was feeding something in me. So I'd pick like rubbish guys and then just stay with them because something in that made me feel alive. And honestly, the drama that was outside was taking away from the hurt that was buried deep in there. And in fact, as soon as that drama switched off, so for me, that meant going celibate, going like literally leading the nun life, which was, which Uh was, which was, basically terrifying to me this was terrifying the thought of going home which is a phase i'm still you know i'm coming out of it but a snail-like pace Mm -hmm. of going home every bloody night not going on any dating apps not trying to hit on anybody not trying to flirt with anyone going on no dates Mm -hmm. making myself some dinner doing some work doing some meditation and going to bed and reading a book this is madness Haley. it's like i'm talking to myself because i'm doing everything you said i'm doing exactly the same yeah, and I this is. I've got laid in over five months, and to be honest, it's, it's killing me because I was addicted to sex. 
but uh, it feels like the right thing to do and I'm doing the same as you're doing. You have to and break I think that's what it. makes you a really good teacher. I think it makes us both good teachers that we're both so honest and we're learning from the mistakes and we're teaching our students our mistakes, you know. Right, because um, I think mm. what I think probably informed both of our teaching early on was that that desire, that drive for the attention and the excitement and the dating yeah. and the sex means what? Guess what? <laughs> if you can get over your social anxieties and fears, you can come come pretty bloody good at like flirting with people, chatting people up, you becoming better, sexual. You? you do it, you do it oh, naturally yeah. without even trying. Uh-huh. So, so what I always say to people, just touching on pickup and all this stuff we're taught, a lot of it's good, but a lot of it's exaggerated. Mm. Men are being overly alpha male to prove they're alpha male. And, um, so and I think it's just coming back and being more human again and absorbing yes. some of the principles. Yeah, because yeah, when you go through, I think one of the nice things you said is when you can accept that the big goal isn't to have like 10 women that you could see at any I'm given still time. <laughs> Aren't we all tempted? I'm tempted. Do you know what? It's bloody hard it's really to not hard, text. Yeah. You know what? There's been several times I've just been, and honestly, I'm taping this in January. It's literally was meant to be the most depressing. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Day of the year yesterday. Mm-hmm. So to sit there and go right I have no distractions from the fact this is the most depressing day of the year the temptation to yeah. ring someone up start something up you go know out. go out but it's I know it's not right I just know it's not right and it's not healthy so I'm not doing it but I think probably in our process of teaching in the beginning I think at least what I found is I was teaching people lots of skills about essentially like how to pull or how to meet people mm-hmm. because that's what was fueling me and so I you know I came really good and you know what I've got some pretty I know some pretty good ways to help out on that front but massive but there's like a huge asterisk here which says you know what though if you're not coming from a really grounded and consolidated place, this mm-hmm. is almost going to fuel the fire and then eventually there's going to be an explosion burnout moment <laughs> where you're going to have to, and then you're going to look around and your whole world will have disintegrated <laughs> around you. And then you, know, and then you have to do the real stuff and actually the real work, the real work, which will then bring you to a space where you know what you can go up, you do it in a balanced way. And if you get the opportunity to have a loving relationship with someone who's equally capable in a healthy way of doing that, you're open to it. 
yes. in the right capacity and you're not caught up in all this bullshit or ego what you think you should be doing yes I think um, what you're saying it's okay to go out and meet women but I think when you're or women to meet men but I think when you're doing it to hide trauma yes. that's when it hurts you and I know that not all of our followers have got trauma with their family but for guys or women that have got trauma from their past if you're Hiding in your dating to hide it, it's going to really damage you later on. Yeah. It, it will come out. You can't keep hiding it. You know? Yeah, and, and I when think... When you meet people... Sorry, Haley. It, when you meet people that are more more grounded than you, they see it and they feel right. it. And I started to meet women that are more grounded than me. Um, one of the ladies that you work with, she's been an amazing friend to me and previous girlfriend. And uh, she could kind of see me more. And that's when mm. I thought, I have to change. Because, you know, real sharp people can see... When you're hiding. So you get away with it for a while, as you said, with certain people, but eventually it comes out. Yeah, you can only run for so long. You know what? It's not fun being on the run your whole life anyway. Running so. from yourself. Yeah, it is. I honestly think that, honestly, dating and love is like our biggest escapist activity. Yes. Mm. And often, you know, if people like go out drinking too much or they're having loads of sex or they're using drugs or something, whatever it is, it's usually all coming from the same dysfunctional yeah. place. Uh, and the things that I've had to do when I've recognised this dysfunction and I, I know if you're listening to this you, you're thinking this is you or not I guess like what could I say to recognise the signs that you're entering into dysfunction with stuff I guess if it's like Groundhog Day in your relationships you keep yeah. doing the same bullshit it keeps happening every time what, what were the signs that you seen when it actually happened to you when did you start feeling certain because I, I get an inkling that something don't feel right Mm. that's what for me it was yeah I felt okay so in all my relationships I felt off my life path that start there I didn't feel ever like even though my work was going pretty good and some things were going pretty good yep. I never really felt consolidated like I was doing things right I was always in the space of need fantasy willful optimism so I'm speaking a lot from the girl side of things mm -hmm. you know I was never really like I would never go into a relationship with a guy and be like hey this is what I want this is what I'm you know I never talk about my wants and my needs I would just kind of like start having fun with someone mm -hmm. we date loads it'd be exciting there'd be lots of drama lots of adventure together mm -hmm. it'd be very romantic and then that fantasy would last for a certain period of time and then actually what would happen is he could no longer keep up that end of the fantasy and started resenting <laughs> keeping up that end of the fantasy. So he'd start to withdraw and yep. actually do things that were, that were aggressing on me in one way or another to make me, to kind of push me away. And, it, and then I would like try and go back to the fantasy and like try and drag him back. And then this horrible cycle kicks off. And you know what? When the fantasy ends, often that's the point where you should go, actually, this relationship ain't, right or we both mm -hmm. have got more work to do on ourselves we can't be together right now no one ever does that people get caught in these right. endless cycles of like reenacting things um and i think that at the end of it i started to realize that um my life became so self-destructive like my work was slipping i canceled commitments to friends mm -hmm. i wasn't sleeping right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was partying too much like so there were so many negatives were starting a lot, a lot to arise. Of escapism, isn't it? Loads of escapism, traveling a lot, you know, constantly needing excitement basically and yeah, stimulation because yeah. I couldn't just sit there and mm -hmm. be with myself. Yes. And also within our relationship, we couldn't just sit and couldn't just be because that the relationship didn't wouldn't have survived. It, it was have like survived it, on that. Yeah, drama was the oxygen. You need that constant um, stimulus, don't you? Right. I was the same. Yeah, exactly. I so I sit in my flat by myself too long. I do a teaching session; it'd be great. Come home, sit down, and I think oh, I can't do this. I've got to go out. I've got to go on the street, right. approach women, or you know, go for a drink, food. 
Yeah, so it's quite a scary. So it's, speaking to you, actually, it's quite interesting because I feel like we're, t- we're doing the two halves <laughs> of the same coin. I'm, I, it sounds mad, but I knew that we we're going to meet again. I knew that it's going to happen. I, I, had, I have crazy visions sometimes, and I knew mm. that we're going to be placed again. Yeah, and talk about something like this. Yeah, because it's 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 a, a weird and the guys crazy think I've gone zone. mad. Everyone thinks I've gone mad and spiritual. I think I haven't. I've just become more aware of everything. My mum thinks I've gone mad and spiritual and. <laughs> I'm a born again Christian. I've gone crazy, but no, just more aware. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing to do is as well is to accept that change. So I guess I'm hoping that for you guys, if you're listening to this, you might recognise that there's something of you in this yeah, yeah. behaviour. I want to say as well to the guys that real men cry because lately I've been crying every day and I never used to cry. I, and I consider myself real people cry from the street. I'm <laughs> yeah. a, you know real alpha male. Been in loads of street fights. I was bullied. I've been from such a violent past, but I've been crying every day, and it's been tears of joy, happiness, relief. Yeah, yeah. relief. Because you're finally back to yeah, back. yeah, yeah. You're yeah, back. Yeah, yeah so, that's what I felt like. Yeah. I was like, oh Men wow. Men need to cry more. You know, that's what they need. Yeah, and I think that's something. Uh, I think people need to cry. I love having a good cry, and I, I find it hard to cry. You like yeah. hard to cry. Yes, definitely. I can't stop. Oh, I, I need it more though. You know, I need it. A bit of a cry yeah. is really good. Really I good. know I feel safe with someone. I really trust them when I can have a good cry. Yes. You know, and actually I think all these emotions and how we're taught we're supposed to behave. You know what? Sometimes there's these primal emotions that get trapped. They get so suppressed, don't they? Yeah. And they damage us. They, they get blocked. It's energy and we've got to get it out, you know? Yeah. And at the other end, I don't think the thing is... Um, we're not at the end of this process, I, I are feel we? Like this is just a start for myself yeah. and, and, <laughs> and, and for yourself. Yeah. I think you're onto something massive. What you're doing, yeah. But I think it's coming with the tr- like, kind of like not to yeah. get too preachy on you guys, but yeah. this is like the true message. It's the true message. message. But I think we had to go through that to get to where we are now. We couldn't have handled this place without going through that. You know, right. it's maturing. I think. Yeah, and I think there's something in that for the guys as well. You know, sometimes, and I see it with. Um, guys I work with and also guys in my social circle they kind of go through like a red mist madness patch do you yeah. know what I mean where they have to go out and they yeah, have to the, date all said, the girls need, I have to and that's how I felt and it's I was like who's this person that says I have to there was a voice you have to get laid you've got to get laid you've got to do more you've, you've got to make more money you've got to, more YouTube videos you've got to get more <laughs> just like I can't take it no more I've had enough you know? right and you kind of see people going through it and then you actually yes. respect you know probably all the people that watched us going through it the more yes. grounded and more aware uh, people ones people look at you going he's going to break soon he's going, he's to, gonna, he's going to break <laughs> soon and you know what we, all, we broke <laughs> I'm just as vulnerable as a student so it's good it's good that they see us like this and I, I really do think this is um, teaching on a, on a much higher level you know being more human right so I think the first thing you can do is just I guess the first step is always awareness and accepting it and holding your hands up. And yeah. I feel, you know, I feel, still feel weird doing that when I'm there, like, of a Sunday night reading articles on love addiction and, like, going, go, I've said to Johnny, we're on a time frame today, I've got to see my therapist. <laughs> uh, I think you know? therapists are great, then. I think every yeah. teacher needs a teacher. Yes, you know? I agree. I've got a mental myself. And I always say to people, um, I think people are frightened to invest the money in a mentor. But if you invest now, you'll get it back. Yes, I it's invested, the best. I invested thousands in counselling and it just, my business grew, my relationships got better and, I'm, and at least now I'm living with the truth. Right. But before it was just a version of the truth, which was bullshit. You know, so. <laughs> so. Sorry, I swore, man, I swear. Yeah, completely. There are these podcasts that all massively I just can't help it I just get in the zone (laughs) words come out so I know that you're not saying Johnny but so what's happening with your YouTube content can I ask what you doing with that I'm still going to go out and and approach speak to women but I'm not um, I'm looking for a girlfriend I'm single 
So I'm still going to teach things, but it's just going to be at a more... I'd say it's still the same, but it's more on an honest level. Mm. Because I was still teaching really good stuff three years ago. And mm-hmm. I was a great teacher, but I wasn't living it. So I was right. contradicting myself. So I'm teaching people to be honest and love women and respect women. I'm going away and I'm not applying it enough. So I'm actually applying it in my own life now. So I think the teaching's just got more, you know, relationship building. Yeah, so is that the main... It's a little bit spiritual, but I don't want to frighten people off. It's still practical. It's still going out speaking to people. But it's all about relationship with the self, you know. It's it's all about self-love. I know it sounds cheesy, but it's all about love, you know. It is. Fear is is the destination. Fear is what separates us from love. Yeah. I'm not going to argue that. That's beautiful and profound. I'm 100 million percent on board. Um, For you guys, this podcast is probably going to come out just after I've done it. Um, I'm doing a uh, TEDx event in Nevada this weekend. How are you and feeling about that? I assume that's brilliant. Yeah, nervous because I'm going to go well honest, as you can <laughs> imagine. You're going to do brilliant because your talks are really good, really honest. Yeah, but I've never had to do something on a script before, you know? Script it, learn oh, it, so memorize it, it time script. it. Yeah. So, ooh, different for me. But the point is the same, you know, that at the end, yeah. you know, when people said, you have to love yourself first. I was like, what a load of cr- load of crap. Like how yeah, cheesy, rubbish. fuzzy. <laughs> and I've gone, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I get that now, but I get it in a, in a different sense. So I'm really pleased you said that. Mm-hmm. So people can still go to johnnyberber.com. You can go to johnnyberber.com. Check out my YouTube channel. What's your YouTube? Is it just Johnny Berber? It's... Um I don't actually know the URL. They'll find it if they just go on my website. It's on my website. Yeah, and you're pretty Googleable, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, you'll find it. Okay. Well, I really love this talk. So it's we're going to. Yeah, so we're going to go across. And we liked what Johnny's story and what he's have to say. We're actually going to do another podcast with Johnny right now for my female listeners. So if you haven't checked it out already, please go and look at my Love HQ podcast. It's meant to be for girls, but you know what? Obviously, I don't really give a shit like who listens to Listen to what suits you and what you like and what you need. It's going to everyone, isn't it? It's going to yes. touch everyone. Yes. Uh, and of course, as I said, I, you know, all these podcasts are done for free. Johnny's come out to the depths of East London today to do this. So if you like it or you think it's useful, or you notice someone who's in a situation where they could make use of this please comment please like please share please subscribe because that's what helps to keep the podcast going and i'll be back again next week with another episode of attraction hq see you later guys thank you for listening to my podcast today uh, if you want to find out more about me please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where I have a free 30 day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on YouTube at HayleyQuinnXX on Instagram as HayleyQuinnX and on Twitter as plain old HayleyQuinn uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on the show please engage me please reach out and thank you again for your support catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 